Welcome to That Cartoon Podcast, where we discuss only the best, highest quality, prime cut animated films. We are your hosts, I'm Kyle Frazier. And I'm Tejinder Singh. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of That Cartoon Podcast. This week, Tej and I decided to watch a little movie by a Mr. Wes Anderson called The Fant... No? Yeah, no, just yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Or is it the... No, it's the, Fantastic. Okay, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox. Based a, on the book. By Roald Dahl. Mr. Fall. Yeah. Yeah. Roald Dahl. A, a favorite of mine um, from the college days. I, I would pop this on a lot. Uh, it's... A hilarious little romp, and for for anyone that has ever watched any Wes Anderson movie, you can tell that it's a Wes Anderson movie within the first two minutes or so, just from like the pacing and the dialogue and how people just sort of ramble. <laughs> yeah, I like this movie a lot. I'd never I'd never finished this movie before, so this was a nice little treat for me. Yeah, that's wild to me that I didn't get through to the... I never even got past... I think I like watched like the first five minutes once like years ago because this came out in like 2010 or something. Um, I watched like the first five minutes and I was like, eh. And I turned it off and I, I just never tried watching it again until you suggested it. And it's crazy that it's a sequel to James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> the the secret not, sequel. The secret it, sequel. It's not. <laughs> it, it easily could be. Yeah, I mean, that's the role Dollverse. Um, that's that's the next thing that Hollywood is tackling, probably. The next verse. Well, they did the, the yeah, because they've they've done James and the Giant Peach, not really Hollywood. Um, they've done I Fantastic Mr. Fox, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh man, uh, uh, he did Matilda. Uh, yeah. The the big fucking giant. <laughs> Okay, well, Tiege, as it turns out, has quite the knowledge on Roald Dahl books. Yeah, it's crazy that Tiege <laughs> may or may not just have a Wikipedia page open to Roald Dahl because I am a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a great movie, this fantastic Mr. Fox. I, I was introduced to it by a girl that I was in a uh, film class with in college. She was like, this is my favorite movie of all time. And I was like, whatever, I'll check it out. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, because like at the time, you know, I was just like, I, I don't think I believe too much in liking, like, <laughs> in liking stop motion. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I guess it always seemed amateur, not amateur, but like, you know, like claymation. It's still elementary like like children stuff mm. uh which is you know everyone's opinion on all of animation so yeah i i was judgy how dare you but god yeah this movie turned me around on um what stop motion can be and yeah. the the audience that it can be for and it's full of like big big names um george Clo- i mean george clooney is the main the main fox who i later learned his name's actually foxy fox <laughs> ridiculous name yeah yeah uh first many times watching this i thought that his wife was just calling him foxy yeah as like a cutesy name but no no it's like if your name was manny man yeah manny man 
so yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. Let's dive in here. It's uh, it opens on a Mr. Fox. He is um, he looks like a fox, except he dresses as a reporter. He wears like a tie and slacks and rolled up sleeves. Only reporters wear ties and slacks. <laughs> yeah. I guess I, I don't know, but that's kind of what he looks he, like. He also has a shirt on. Um, well, not right. just he not just up sleeves yeah but there's a shirt attached to those sleeves okay it's, it's not just he's not just wearing like these phantom sleeves that are no. there by... <laughs> hey man people might have not have watched this they might have been going in be like oh, fuck just <laughs> reverse sleeveless fox hell yeah <laughs> i gotta keep their their expectations tempered yeah uh do not do not go in expecting to see a shirtless fox rocking what but a reverse sleeveless look yeah with just sleeveful <laughs> just sleeveful <laughs> uh so yeah it starts with him and then his uh darling girlfriend of the time shows up and they're like hey we're gonna go rob this farmer of his chickens as foxes want to do yeah uh but due to mr fox kind of being an arrogant, an arrogant asshole. Uh, he, they end up stuck in a cage because he's like, "I'm gonna pull this chain because I think the cage will drop a couple feet over there." But when he pulls the chain, yeah. the 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 cage actually just drops straight down <laughs> and just traps them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what is what an idiot. Yeah, right. Then that is when his girlfriend reveals that she is pregnant, and. He just has the dumbest look on his face. Like he's like pretend smiling. Yeah. He's, he's, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh my God, that's amazing news. Um, and then that, that's the intro. It cuts and then we catch up to the present where they have a son named Ash. Yeah. And does it, does, does it literally say like two years later, but it's like 12, 12 Fox years or something? It does. It does yeah. say that. And uh, it does. It does use that. It takes it seriously. The the like the time frame, but also like it uses it as a joke much uh, a bit later in the film. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be like one human hour later, and it's like fifteen fox hours. I'm just like that. Yeah. <laughs> when we when we were trapped in that cage twelve fox years ago, we made a promise, and it's so, <laughs> I love yeah. it so much. Because at first yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. It really pokes fun at itself. It, it's very fun. So uh, it picks up 12 Fox years later. Um, Foxy Fox is now a, now he actually is, appears to be a mild-mannered, not even a reporter. I think he's just like a, a columnist. newspaper columnist. Yeah. Um, and he hate, he's very evident from like the first two seconds that he like hates his job and he's just unhappy. Um, they're not making a lot of money, but it, they hate the place they live. So he, he goes and he looks at this new tree um, and he sees that outside of the tree that he's looking at buying are these three big farms um, or ranches or whatever you want to call them. I think they're farms. Um, and he gets, you know, he starts to get an idea. So he goes and he meets with his, uh, I think it's his lawyer, like Bill Murray, the badger. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to put, you, you, I, I want you to put an offer out on these farms. And he's like, no, this is stupid. 
and they have one of my favorite scenes in the movie at that point where they get into a fight and there's just like the whole time for the most part they're played like as if they're animals but like they act like people except for like small things that they do like when they eat or when they fight and the badger and the fox get into a fight and they're just like it's hilarious to me (laughs) no yeah whenever it's like whenever they break back down into animals yeah it's hilarious and and like the, the the eating scenes it's just like they have this very nice presentation like it looks divine yeah and then they just tear it apart and food flies everywhere all over the table (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and I just I just love the idea of um of George Clooney in 2009 just in a recording booth going mm, delicious, honey. <laughs> and Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep yeah. pl- oh, yeah, plays his <laughs> wife, Meryl Streep in the recording booth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually how she really eats. <laughs> Fun Little fact. known fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, so he's a he's he a buys that house. reporter. Or sorry, columnist. Yeah. And they and buy they buy the tree. Yeah. This tree house. And I mean it's a nice tree. Um, but it's evident that he has something nefarious planned. And you find that out within like the first, I don't know, like 20 minutes of them having moved, like of having of them having moved into the tree because his friend is his like possum friend who just he, always is there, I guess. I don't it, know. It, yeah. Unclear. I think he's like the the live-in maintenance guy. That's what it seems like. Oh, okay. Because because you're first introduced when he's looking yeah. looking to buy the house, and the dude's like, Oh, this is this is the handyman. Um, but then throughout the movie, he is like he is seen in his pajamas in the house. He's like definitely living in the house. So he seems like he is a live-in handyman. Yeah, and he's just like his. He, they they have this interaction as if they're like old old friends from like long ago because he just Kylie. I think his name's Kylie the bat uh, the the possum or something. It's yeah, just like, Kylie the opossum. Yeah, he just does Eddie. He he just does whatever Foxy Fox wants. Yeah, oh. and they they have a fun ongoing joke with him because he always looks like he's not paying attention, and they show they show it with this like spiral look in his eyes. Uh, it, yeah, I don't know. That, that's all. Like, that's all I have to say about. It, but it, it's hilarious. So like, yeah, it, he's like, give me a, give me a, an indication <laughs> that you're that you're listening because I'm not getting nothing. And all he does, he's like, moves his hands slightly. He's just like, <laughs> was that it? Was that it? Yeah. Uh, okay. okay put it, put it. <laughs> the movie is the humor in this movie is very dry, and I love it so much. It is. Um, so we come upon, uh the news of so the the kid their kid his name is ash his cousin christopherson um the 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 better fox in every way uh is coming to stay with them because his dad has double pneumonia double pneumonia were it much worse than single pneumonia which he does later end up having instead. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> there is character development for a character we never meet. At least. Yeah. <laughs> for Mr. Silver Fox, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he comes, uh, Chris Offerson comes to stay, and it, it, like, it introduces him with a scene where Ash is jumping from the tree into a, a kid pool and makes a big old splash. 
and he's the whole movie ash is just trying to get his parents to like like him but they do like him i know but he's trying to just impress them but like they are never impressed pretty much until the very very end and so he tries to do like a good dive but he makes a big splash and you don't want to make a splash when you are diving uh and then christopherson does a flawless dive with like a little barely anything all into an inflatable kiddie pool yeah yeah he probably (laughs) like broken his neck but but uh yeah you know it's a movie that's it's a comedy it's It's a comedy (laughs) they're not gonna have this young fox break his neck in the first 20 minutes no that's for later for later (laughs) um so yeah so it's just setting up that christopherson's an athlete as they like to say Flash forward, flash forward a bit. They're they're in the school together, Christopherson and Ash, and Christopherson is naturally attracting the lady. Uh, that the, I guess it's the only lady fox in the whole class. So like, it's the one that Ash had a crush on as well. Maybe I don't know. He's like a dick to her the whole time. He, yeah, I don't know. He is very rude, but I think he started to be rude the moment that he realized that she was paying attention to Christopherson. Yeah. But also, Ash is kind of just a dick to everyone in the movie. Yeah, even before, like, Christopherson does anything, he's just like, hey, man, like, is it cool if I move my sleeping bag, like, kind of over there so I don't have to sleep underneath your, sleep underneath this train set or something? He's like, <laughs> he's like no. <laughs> he's just a dick to him the whole time. He's like, why don't you take my bed? I'll just sleep on the floor. Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like, and then there are glimmers of him being nice, or I guess just remorseful about his actions. Because like right after, right after he's like, "No, you have to sleep on the floor, bitch." Yeah. Uh, Christopherson starts to cry because he's like, you know, his dad's dying. He came to stay with family, and they're just treating him like shit. Yeah. And and so then Ash is like, "Oh, okay." So he he gets down and he sh- he turns on the train set. And he's like, "Hey, look at this cool train set." But he doesn't offer to let him get in the bed. <laughs> no. Look at this cool train set. Also, you can't sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> the train is on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ash is like, he's not a great, he's not like a character you really like, but I guess by the end you're supposed to. Maybe. Uh, he's a weird dude. <laughs> yeah. He wears capes. Yeah, yeah. He's that kid that like wore a cape like, was still wearing capes by the time you were in school. He's that kid who liked to Naruto run through the hallways. Yeah, for and, sure. But but no one was no one was part of his Naruto runs. It was just him, yeah. which is so much more sad than a group of people Naruto running. It really is. And uh, yeah, and there's a groundhog bully at their school. That's a real real asshole to everyone. Mm-hmm. Just like. There are a lot, of, a lot of jerks in the movie, but you know there are a lot of jerks in life. I, I think that's um, it's good. Yeah. Training that. Yeah, there's a, you know, they're just it's just grade school shit. Yeah. So it just show, it shows their grade school shit, and then yeah. you know we're we're catching up with the heist. This uh, this movie is ultimately a, uh, a, a midlife a, a midlife crisis heist movie. <laughs> yeah, a midlife Christ movie. Wait. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, wait a minute. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so the, the big heists begin. Um, and it, you, you can take over, Tijan. So, so um, Foxy Fox 
uh, ropes Kylie, who his friend, maybe employee, hard to tell, into, into doing these heists with him where they're going to break into this chicken coop of the first farmhouse and steal a bunch of chickens. And he gives them... He gives him like a bandit hat and he just, hold, this is like a recurring joke that I love from this movie is like, there's just always bandit hats that he just has. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a ski cap. Uh, yeah. Those ski mask things. And he makes them wear it and they're like going through. Oh, and, and the, all, the farmers are uh, bogus Bunsen bean. Then eat, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, bo- uh, the, yeah. Bogus Bunsen the, bean. Yeah. Is, I guess we should say uh, bogus so bogus is the bogus is farmer. chickens yeah and then the next one is the guy that does the donuts i think uh, he does like turkey custard donuts yeah he does something with turkey turkey uh and then the next guy is apples okay yeah no no, A- no, no. apple cider yeah yeah apple cider i think the second guy is like like geese maybe oh uh, i think you're right i think it's geese gizzards that he stuffs into donuts it really doesn't sound very good no they're there, um, they're there for the for the ducks and geese yeah because they're because they're foxes and and opossum which i didn't know were carnivorous but i also never looked into that so yeah i i don't know much about opossums no i'm not an opossumist um but you know they're they start up the heist of the first place and it's funny because like foxy fox is like he, he's trying to relive his glory days as like a as a thief in the past because that's what he used to do um and he's going through it and he's like doing all this dumb shit and he's like okay well we could climb the fence we could do all this this that and the other thing and kylie's just like or like we could just like go over there there's no there's no guards over there and he's like oh okay yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know what yeah You're right yeah uh fox is constant uh attribute is he's always scheming and he likes to come up with very convoluted plans yeah he's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's trying to impress an audience that's not there at all times yeah and then as soon as an easier solution is is shown to him he just goes oh yeah oh, okay yeah yeah, you know what? yeah i guess we could do that yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> like he's so he's so uh arrogant that like the dude he, he has given himself a trademark. Like in the movie, he has a trademark thing that he does. Yeah. Um, but it's, it? it's just like, going. <laughs> and then he snaps. Yeah. And no one, <laughs> it, it's not explained for the longest time. He just does it and no one's calling. They call him out on it later. I'm like, what the fuck is that thing you're doing? He's like, that's my trademark. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like so dumb. Like. Why is it so? Why is your trademark so complicated? Seriously, and then yeah, and at the end of the movie, it, it even pokes fun at that fact. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Kylie gets his own trademark later. Yeah. yeah, and Kylie ends up like he does. He makes his own trademark. He's like, oh, that's cool. And he, his trademark involves a full body spin, jet like a jazz hand, and <laughs> like way too complicated. But that's his trademark. I mean, that's, that's his fun. trademark. What are you gonna do about it? But they, you know, they go in and they succeed. They get a bunch of chickens. Uh, they put them in their chicken closet, the pantry. And they're just like, hey, just like dress these up. Pretend like we've got them from the store because um, I think we forget, failed to mention this earlier, but he had made a promise, the fox had made a promise to his wife that as now that they were having a kid, he wasn't going to, he was getting out of this line of work. He's not going to be stealing 
chickens and like stealing from farmers anymore because it was too dangerous. So he yes. has to hide all this from his wife. And that's why he became the columnist 12 yeah. Fox years later. Um, so, so, you know, they, they succeed the first time. They're like, yeah, yeah. And then like, I don't, it feels like the very next night or very shortly after. And he's like, all right, now let's go to this next place. And it's just, uh, Kyle is just like, wait, I thought we were done. He's like, no, 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 no. That was, that was part one of the master plan. And then we get like the title card is like master plan part two. Yeah. Yeah. And, go, he, and he's like, place. it's a triple header. <laughs> yeah. Triple header. We just do these three and then we're done. <laughs> and they go to the next place. And it, it I feel like it's kind of like a montage um, series for that next spot where they just, they succeed. There's not really any real issues in it. And this time they get way, way too much food that they bring back with them. So now, yeah, like literally um, the first time it's a chicken just sitting there and then cut to this next one. Like I think that they had to do the montage on purpose so that it would yeah. be fresh enough in your mind for the joke. Yeah. But like, yeah, in the next scene, it's just the entire pantry is full of meat. One, yeah. So one chicken to full pantry. Yeah. And they're not loaded. You yeah. Have to remember that. <laughs> so like, and he, you know, now his wife is suspicious because he keeps leaving randomly and he's just like hey i gotta go do a story about so and so and he's like what's the story about he goes oh i'll, I'll do the I'll, t- I'll tell you later bye <laughs> yeah well he literally says that it's like oh that's that's a good one dude you came yeah. up with a good one <laughs> yeah. uh and then i think now we're at the third heist which is the apple cider place and he decides to take his nephew christopherson because he's such a natural born athlete and he's like, all right, Christopherson, you're coming with us. And he's like, all right, well, Christopherson, totally. Well, first, first, Ash shows up. Yeah. Ash shows oh, up. Yeah. And, and, he, and he's like, what are you doing here, Ash? You have to get out of here. No, you, you can't come on this mission. It's way too dangerous. Ash leaves. And then they walk like two paces. And then there's Christopherson. He's like, oh, great, Christopherson, you're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here, put on this bandit hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Now they're in a way more complicated thing and they get in there and then everything seems to be going well. They get into this huge, um, well, I guess huge for them, cellar full of rows of rows of apple cider everywhere. And they're like, oh, dude, we've hit the mother load. And Kylie's like, apple juice? He's like, no, apple cider. I'm here for the cider. Um, and then they, uh, the camera pans up and it's Willem Dafoe, but he's a rat. Who's a, he's a what, a French rat or something? Yeah, and it's like it's really weird. They like literally put Willem Dafoe's face on this rat. It I looks think, funky. I think that's. I don't think they did. I think <laughs> no, 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 they <laughs> did. I'm talking about you. <laughs> okay, I was like, I think you're just calling Willem Dafoe ugly. Oh, yeah. That's just. I think you're just being mean. <laughs> I like Willem Dafoe. I don't. <laughs> I don't oh, want yeah, to agree yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't want to co-sign this joke. I like Willem Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's like a French rat or something. And he's wearing this little badge that just says like bean security or something. And that was my first indication. I was like, oh, okay. The, the farmers are aware that these animals can like talk and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, that's, uh... the fir- that's the first time it, that comes out. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the, the rules in this world are very contained within this world. But Willem Dafoe rat 
awesome character because he so comes cool. down he's like doing like karate for like into the air for no reason when he comes down and he calls uh the fox's wife a slut yeah he does. yeah that's like that's like the first thing he's like how's your wife that's slut in high school and kylie's he doesn't say those exact words but it's implied and kylie's like was she i think yeah. the foxy's like well she lived a little i'm not here to we're not going to yeah. use those kind of words like yeah she, he, he lived, he, he, we all lived yeah exactly <laughs> he's like we all lived very very forward thinking for mr yeah like, hey wait hey calm down yeah so they have uh, their little comical little battle yeah and then they uh end up they they best the rat they best Willem Dafoe yeah and then they don't get caught they steal the cider and they're like hey we did it we were successful or were they they were no they were yeah, no, <laughs> no, they were they were successful when he gets home I think doesn't he get caught yeah he gets caught um, sneaking in yeah with by his wife they're all still wearing they're all still wearing banded hats because Christopherson's there and he's like hey what are you doing down here Go to bed. What are you doing? He's not with us. He's not with us. That 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 bandit hat's just nothing. Don't don't. Yeah. Worry about <laughs> just such a bad liar. Whenever his wife catches onto anything. Yeah, it's hilarious. And then, I I think it was at this point where she like turns to Kylie and she's like, "Were you guys pulling heists or whatever? Is he lying?" And Kylie, rather than like co-signing, or he's like, "Hey, I don't want to. I don't want to be in the middle of this." And he's just like, oh, "Thanks, Kylie." Thanks. <laughs> good, good work there, man. Good work, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, in after that scene, uh, the the foxes are attempting to sleep. Yeah. Uh, but the farmers are meeting in secret because they they're like, oh, we're being embarrassed by this fox and. They, they are just going on about how they need to put an end to this fox. And then uh, Bean, the, yeah. the, the, the tall, scary motherfucker that's played always... By, played by Michael Gambon. Oh, I don't yeah. know who that is. We'll talk. We'll he's, talk. A, he's, a, he's a famous Irish actor. He, 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 he's, you wouldn't have seen him at this point because, I mean, he, he kind of stopped doing real 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 movies for a while but i mean he was in like the old macbeth he did a lot of shakespeare stuff hmm. um he, he's he's a theater actor so he's a classically he's more of a classically trained actor so it's funny um he's funny that he's in there but i think the only thing the only thing that you might have seen recently that he was in he was the guy who played the original um dumbledore before he was and he died while he was in the yeah. Um, yeah 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 oh uh, he was also in Captain Monte Cristo oh really the, yeah uh the the 2003 one I don't know early 2000s one. Oh no I'm um, confused no this is the guy who replaced the original guy I think oh he's the one that replaced him I think so okay then he, no. yeah no no he's the, he's the guy that replaced him because I I think this guy's still alive I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure I could look it up real quick yeah, look it up. Look at that bitch. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy who replaced uh, Richard Harris, who is gotcha. the guy who passed away. I was gonna say I, 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 I knew he played one of the Dumbledores, but that's the only thing I could think of that he's been in. Okay, yeah. So the first Dumbledore was also in The Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, you love that book. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, 
I still have never read it. Very good. Perfect tale of revenge. Uh, so back to it. Back to uh, the fantastic Mr. Facts or fantastic Mr. Facts. Sorry. Um, oh, so the the farmer said just him. yeah they had just met and the scary farmer uh, Bean. He is always smoking a cigarette, and it says that his diet entirely consists of his uh, apple cider. So I guess he's just like always working on a buzz. And what a hero! And so he's uh, he, he's very theatric. He gets up and he takes out his gun and shoots all the light bulbs surrounding them so that it's dark. <laughs> and then he's like, "We're gonna kill the fox." So. Him shooting the light bulbs had nothing to do with his point, but he, it was very dramatic, and it, yeah. you know, it was a nice exclamation point to what he yeah. was saying. I mean, it got his point across very quickly. Yeah, the other the, the other two farmers were kind of just like they're like ter- they're terrified of him enough that they're like, yeah, whatever you say, dude. You know yeah, I mean? the, the other two farmers are pretty dumb, but whatever the, the other two farmers are usually in agreement with each other about yeah. whatever's happening so yeah. you know once once bean said that he was just like he was like oh yeah good good plan yeah you, yeah you're right you're right you're right yeah um are all the humans in this like european or did that just yes. feel that way okay all the animals are just like have american voices but all the all yeah all the humans i felt like they were all european which i don't know if, if that was on purpose or just a funny little coincidence Hmm. That's interesting, but yeah. So all all the people, I think, were like you know uh, uh, European. That's interesting because at one point, because opossums don't exist in Europe, I don't think. So it'd have to take place in. I don't know. I'm thinking no, too, too much about it. I think. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I but I think I think that is what happened. Maybe that was the, their best way to like distinguish between yeah. animal world and people world. Um, yeah. Because Americans are animals. Hey, man. Owen Wilson's <laughs> in this. He, he's a national treasure. Put respect on that name. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is in this. You've already said enough about Willem Dafoe. That's true. I love how, Willem Dafoe. How dare you? <laughs> this podcast over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving this meeting. Uh, so... They, they're like, okay, we're going to first step in the farmer's plan. We're going to go just way in the bushes outside the tree with our guns. Uh, but, of course, that doesn't work. Oh, actually, sorry. It does kind of work. It does kind of work. Yeah. Uh, so, stupid Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastically <laughs> stupid Mr. Fox. Fantastically stupid Mr. Fox decides... I'm going to go back out. I'm going to rob some people again after just having this blow up argument with his wife. Yeah. And also he's already robbed all three of them. So you've done your thing. Yeah. Anyway, he's like, okay, I'm about to go outside and he's stepping out in his, like with his uh, ski mask and then pop, 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 pop. And they, they start shooting at him and he dodges dances and gets back inside, but not unscathed. He, he gets his tail shot off. They shoot his tail off. Yeah, pretty sad. The rest of the movie, he just has um, he has two crossed band-aids over his butt, and it's just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they put it over the pants? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
unless they're like i i don't know covering like using that as the way to cover the hole in, that all of his pants would wear would have but i don't know yeah uh, it was just a funny visual gag that was unnecessary yeah there are plenty of those he um west anderson likes to play with with the visuals yeah but they you know he so for uh Meryl Streep, I think her, I think it's like Felicia or Felicity. I think it's Felicity. Okay. Felicity Fox, his wife is like pissed. She's like, you're going to get us all killed. He's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. They go to sleep and they're like, it's, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. And then they start hearing some rumbling. And wouldn't you know it, it's Aaron Yeager and he has started the rumbling and all the Titans are here and five people that watch this are going to get that joke. It's the farmers. They've come. (laughs) It is not Aaron Yeager, guys. It It did not cross over. No, they they show up with what backhoes. I think that's what they are. Yeah, just the the construction construction diggers. diggers. Yeah, yeah, because they're now they can't that he won't come back out. So they're like, we're going to dig through the tree. And what they freak out and they realize that the only way for them to escape is by digging underground. And it's just this hilarious sequence of, of them digging. And they're like, and, you know, he's trying to have a discussion with his son. He's like, hey, man, like, you know, I don't, I don't think you're like that bad. It's just Christopherson's like just so much better at things. I mean, just, just look at him and it like pans over and he's like pushing all this dirt away, like single-handedly. And <laughs> his kid's like, okay, you know what? Uh, hold on. And he just stuffs dirt in his ears. Like, okay, go, you can keep talking. I can't hear you. yeah ash is so sassy (laughs) i love ash but at the same time he's the worst yeah definitely uh so they get down there and then um miss fox like hey can i talk to you on the other side of this uh mineral deposit wall (laughs) um they go over there and she scratches the shit out of his face domestic violence yeah 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 a little she Amber Heard's um, content, shit content warning. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> she seriously, she scratches <laughs> the shit out of him, and she's like, "I'm about to lose my temper." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about to. Yeah. <laughs> and they have their little. They have their little fight. They have yeah like, relationship and, talk. And he's still like a cocky piece of shit, and he's like, "It's no, it's fine. It was, you know, it's fine. They'll give up." And they don't. They keep. They keep having to dig farther and farther. Eventually, like I think the the farmers start dynamiting the forest or some shit yeah so before it was this tree on a hill overlooking the valley of farms yeah and then and now it's just like a crater in a ground like yeah. there's no there's no hill at this point <laughs> and they start they they're sitting there and they hear some weird like scratching noises in their little hole and they think the farmers have found them. Turns out it's a bunch of other woodland creatures, including uh, Bill Badger, the Murray, um, who show up and they're like, fuck you guys. So many people are about to die because they're destroying the whole forest. We all had to it's like flee our homes. And Fox is like, hey, man, like, it's not, man, it's, not it's, it's fine. It's not my fault. <laughs> He's just such a dick the whole time. I, I love it. He's like, hey, it's not that bad. Fine. Oh, some something I wanted to talk about. I that I love that they do in this movie is the um, instead of actually cussing, uh, they always they just say, say they they say the word cuss and say like cuss you won't. Yeah, <laughs> it took it took me a little bit to realize that's what, ha- what was happening. I was like, what the fuck does cuss me? And then I was like, oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah, it's you know to keep it so kids can watch it. <laughs> but but it, it's it's basically like that, that SpongeBob episode where they're doing the dolphin noises. Yeah, or the the blowhorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very obvious that they're that they're that they're trying to say fucking shit. It's funny. I yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, like I, I cussed it all up. He's like, yeah. <laughs> then they literally say, like, damn it, man, like, like, come on, Badger, you scared the cuss out of me or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they find them, and so they're all kind of they're all living underground together because the other animals have been pushed out. The farmers are just like crazy in going ape shit on all the wildlife i guess yeah. they're they're tired of getting their shit stolen by the fox because he's stealing like all of their shit and they're just tired of it so like they're on a vendetta of they're gonna keep blowing shit up um until they find mr fox yes but mr fox is not one to rest on his laurels he he gets to planning um, I'm not really sure how like he just looks at the, um, a dirt wall and he starts pointing at things on the wall and he's like okay yeah. I've got it figured out guys and so he has figured out how to dig underneath of all three farms burrow into each place where the animals are kept or the cider and steal everything just take the lot they, so they, they steal they rob all three uh, farmers blind yeah Every <laughs> literally everything they have this little like i think he has like a little walkman attached and every time they get into a new place he just turns it on they do a little like dance number because yes like, yeah. yeah no it like it's like almost like a, a video game like a, yeah. a, of when you're like you take over a city and all the all the people have a little motion they're doing it's like oh yeah. you took it over every time they take over that they're just like doing this little dance it's fun yeah i love that scene and now they're living like kings and i think like the sewer right Mm-hmm. yeah they're living like kings they have all this all this food all this cider it went from like this being like a refugee camp in the sewer to like now there's like crystal chandeliers that are up and shit which doesn't make sense but still hilarious way to to portray that now they're living the big life um and but. you think yeah you, you think things are great but they're secretly not great and it's all because of ash yes yeah 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 mostly ash christopherson no he agrees he agrees he agrees he's culpable yeah he's culpable Um, they want to plan what one last heist to steal um like crumbly donuts or some shit no no the original their original intent is to go to bean's place and steal back fox's tail that's right that's right Uh, right. but they get they they get inside of their house yeah, and they get distracted by the smell of uh, some cinnamon crumble, cinnamon rolls, basically. Yeah, yeah, cinnamon rolls, and then they realize um, that Bean hasn't mounted the foxtail like on his mantle. He's wearing it like a necktie, like an absolute monster. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking he's like sociopath dude yeah. <laughs> he's and it's not like it's tax at this point i'm pretty sure it's still not even like taxidermy it's literally just a severed foxtail that he's now tied like a tie it's definitely not taxidermy because later it gets kind of ripped to shreds and you see pieces of flesh flying yeah there's like blood, and <laughs> there's blood and it's like oh so yeah that was still a very well not intact but uh 
bloody tail. <laughs> it yeah. had blood in it. <laughs> yeah, what a weirdo. Yeah. Um, but as a result, um, Christopherson gets captured. Right? Am I yes. Right? Christopherson gets captured because Ash, him and Ash are trying to escape. Ash escapes, Christopherson gets captured, and they discover um the the farmers basically discover where the animals are hiding and they decide to flush them out by just dumping a bunch of cider into into the sewer system and they just all get washed away into like the shittier part of the sewer all puns intended yes yeah the 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 very dirty part of the sewer that is where they uh everyone realizes um that christopherson is missing and yeah. mr. mr fox is like okay i'm gonna give myself up so that they will oh sorry actually i skipped over a very funny part um the farmers send a ransom note yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and kylie, kylie points it out but so it's it's the cutout letters a classic ransom note it's cut out letters but as kylie points out they sign it in cut out letters they sign their names at the bottom yeah <laughs> and, and he was like but also we already knew who they were yeah and that part they bring that back for a second round for that joke and i love it they do they do but uh <laughs> picking back up where you were talking about he he decides that he's gonna he's gonna turn himself in right does this happen does that happen before or after the climactic fight before with, before you're right you're the, right, fight, the fight with who the farmers no, with rat. Oh, yeah, it's before. Okay. So because that, the... that was kind of the thing that helps to change his mind. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Because he, that, yeah, no, him and his wife go off because he's having a, a moment where he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to turn myself in. And she's like, no, you can't. I shouldn't have married you. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, it, it doesn't transition quite that way. But <laughs> those are the points that she jumps from. Those are the exact, <laughs> those are the exact things that she says. I'm sorry that I didn't use the proper tone, <laughs> but she says, you'll do no such thing. I shouldn't have married you. Blah, 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 blah. I'm Meryl Street. <laughs> it was really says, weird they included that line. I think it fits her character. <laughs> Meryl Streep has it in her contract that she has to say that in every one of her movies. I'm Meryl Streep. Um, so they're off and then all the other animals are like hanging around and then the rat shows up and he's like we will trade yes i don't even remember if he's actually french but i'm gonna do a bad no. french accent he's, he's not, not right no he's just wearing a red and white striped shirt that is maybe the that's the reason you're he, thinking maybe that's why french, i don't know why yeah i don't know why that made me think he was french um because it's just a stereotype it's just is that yeah that is, i guess that, that is red and white striped shirt yeah <laughs> And he's like, you know, we 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 stole your, we kidnapped your son, and we're gonna ransom him back in exchange for you. And that's when Ash has his first hero moment. He's like, took the wrong kid. And then the fox just like, or not the fox, the rat beats the shit out of Ash, and it's so funny. He just like well, kicks him into a wall. He's like, yeah, I can see the resemblance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like kicks him into the wall, and he's got like this burlap sack that he's gonna put him in but then he like west side stories his way over to him and it's this movie is so stupid but it's so funny i don't know why i don't know why this movie made me laugh so hard i was like this is the funniest shit ever. <laughs> he's literally there's just like a, a, 
a puppet rat just west side storing a burlap sack to pick up a, a 12 year a 12 fox year old fox yeah it, it was hilarious and then of course mr fox shows up to save the day they get mm-hmm. in, they get into a stroby fight and then uh rat rat and it's stroby because they're fighting near electrical boxes so it's like mm-hmm. implying there's electricity happening and of course rat gets electrocuted yeah and in his final breath he tells them where christopherson is located and it's with that information that fantastic mr fox decides they're going to do a rescue mission instead of a surrender mission yeah he so and and to that end he sends his own letter back to um to the farmers but it's also written like a ransom note but it's basically him saying like hey i'm gonna turn myself in and then like being the farmer is like why do you why do you write it in these cut out letters and like well that's how you wrote it like (laughs) oh okay okay (laughs) dude that part was it's so good yeah the jokes in this uh so it leads up to probably like my favorite sequence in the movie is which is just the final battle scene yeah, they've ever they figured out who what everyone's special talent is because everyone's gonna be involved. Yeah, and yeah. everyone's Rabbits got a part to play. Fast. <laughs> uh, Badger is a demolitions expert. Um, yeah, it's all Badger. based on like their their Latin names. Mm-hmm. Um, which is another joke that comes in later with the wolf. Um, uh, they their their Latin names, and then there's like this mouse that's played by Adrian Brody. That's Adrian Brody. Yeah, you didn't know that. That was Adrian no, Brody. He plays no. the little mouse guy. So they, that's they, awesome. Everyone has their little part to play, and now we have like this. This is very reminiscent of like an old western kind of standoff scene where people are like looking outside their doors because yeah. they know that some shit's about to happen. And there's a uh, so there's a rhyme from earlier in the movie when, when Fox is first thing in buying the house. Um, and Badger was like, "You shouldn't buy it. It's next to these three awful farmers." And he he plays a children's rhyme that's like, uh, "Was it bogus Bunsen bean? One short, one fat, one lean." And then I don't remember anything after that. But yeah, those are the first two stanzas, most important. And so that song just comes in like it starts starts very low. It's like, and this is, and then uh, Fox fake surrenders they throw a lit pine cone which just like kind of acts as a molotov cocktail i guess yeah they throw like (laughs) they throw throw one and they're like what's that they they start laughing at it yeah they like pour it out and they're like what idiots and then they throw like a billion of them or something yeah pandemonium yeah like the entire like the, the whole like city street is catching fire yeah uh and and like and then as like the action picks up the the music that that rhyme like just picks up and it's just huge it's like bogus bonson bean it's so good dude i love that scene and yeah it's 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 a fun little sequence because it goes from just dead quiet to just chaos and it's yeah. so fun it's, it's fun to watch because you don't get a lot of interactions between the the animals and the humans like near each other and it's just they're so small by comparison so it's like so funny to see and they're yeah. still doing their little humorous whips because 
he's getting into places and he opens the door at one point he does his like yeah <laughs> that's where they call him out they're like why do you do that he's like oh it's my trademark yeah and there's oh there's one scene so like when they throw all the pine cones it's pretty much they're trying to create a distraction like they're like yeah. oh this is it's a fake assault they want them to think it's a fake attack yeah. uh, well they want them to think it's an attack sorry yeah but it's a fake attack because in reality fox and kylie they run to this human-sized motorcycle but then parked behind the human-sized motorcycle is a fox-sized motorcycle that is the exact same design, and they pull out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just a hilarious visual gag. There's a lot of sight <laughs> gags in this that are yeah. really good. Um, so, yeah, so then, you know, they find out about the trademark, and they are doing their final heist. Yeah. To save Christofferson. And they they have to stay... They get into... Um, the final room basically and there's a rabid beagle there that's it's got rabies and they're like well how are we going to get past this and that's when mr fox is like you guys go on ahead i'm going to distract him i'll take care of this so kylie and ash who oh, ash yeah. is also there yeah yeah we should say that um while they're riding the motorcycle mr fox and kylie are talking about their plan Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Kylie's like, so, so you have a phobia of wolves? And it's like, yeah. And he's like, well, well, I have a phobia of lightning. And then you hear a voice say, I'm not too fond of needles myself. And then yeah. Ash is just there in the sidecar. Wearing his homemade <laughs> heist hat. And it's like just a sock and like the sock bit is still up there. Yeah, yeah. The, and the his, part, his the part superhero where the costume. Go. Yeah, his superhero costume and everything. So they get up to the top and Kylie's like, I can't get through these great. And then Ash, like it pans up to Ash and it's like a, an above, sh- like a, a below shot of him looking heroic. And he's like, I can get in there. You know why? I'm really small. Because <laughs> I'm little. Yeah. So like, <laughs> like, like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Kylie doesn't even say anything. Like, oh. Hmm? Oh. <laughs> I love how much, how much conflict is resolved in this movie by just someone suggesting something and then the other person going oh yeah yeah okay <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah very very realistic yeah <laughs> yeah um he gets in there and he he's trying to break christopherson out and there's a padlock on his milk crate and he asks christopherson to teach him karate real quick so that he can karate chop the milk crate uh the, the padlock off the milk crate so christopherson teaches him first you know for the most part because christopherson is also a karate master um he's a yoga expert all this other stuff and you think that it's going to be like oh this is finally ash's I, moment yeah it's not he he screws it up. The crate falls over and it like shatters. And Christopherson's just like, "I'm fine. <laughs> it worked, yeah. kind of." <laughs> uh, um, so they they end up getting him out of there. Yeah. Um, and uh, Mr. Fox uh, successfully kind of distracted the the rabid beagle. Escaped. Yeah. Great. Um, and now all that's left is to escape from from the farm, which uh, also, while they are riding the motorcycle, 
they were spotted by a uh, helicopter guy that works for the farmers. Yeah. And, and he has this great part where he's like, oh, I, I see a fox. I see two foxes and a possum in a motorcycle. Does that sound like anything to anyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's helping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so because he alerted everyone, of course, all the farmers and their lackeys are waiting for the three foxes and the opossum when yeah. they when they uh, eventually get Christofferson. Yeah. And now they're at a standoff because they're just being shot at and they have no way of escaping. Yeah. Um, they, there's, li- there's literally nothing that they can do. Like, they didn't plan for this. So they're just like, oh, no, what are we, what are we supposed to do now? Well, they're behind some crates. And, yeah. and Mr. Fox, like, has a whole moment about it. Where, uh, um, what, what does he say? You, you do. You probably remember better. Where he's talking directly to Bean and he's like, I, I forget what his exact speech is, but it, it, the gist of it is he's going to come over there kick his ass and take his tail back or some shit yeah he, he was like he was like uh your rat insulted my wife yeah you kidnapped my nephew <laughs> you took my tail uh and then he's like he's so determined and then they start firing the guns and then he's like never mind uh it's actually it's not worth it let's uh let's just go <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and that's when ash has his actual hero moment um does all this acrobatic shit gets behind this locked door digs down opens it and the rabid beagle escapes from the the locked in place that it was at and starts chasing after all the farmers causing mass hysteria um and in that kerfuffle mr fox's tail gets destroyed by the beagle he's just like (gasps) to shreds (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it just gets ripped apart. Um, but they do they they do escape on their little motorcycle as a, as a result. Um, yeah, they're in on the farm. Yeah, so the, the farm has walls, and on the farm there just happens to be a ramp with a target at yeah. the end of the ramp. And it is like it's from some con. It said it's some yeah from some festival that was supposed to be happening. I don't even know, but it's just there. It looks like an e- it looks like an evil Knievel, um, like ramp yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's like a it's a stunt ramp, perfect size for the fox motorcycle. They Just, get through and then it the, worked out. The, I think the longest running unresolved gag of the movie finally hits, where Kylie's like, "Don't turn around, Mr. Fox." Like what? And there's just like this ominous-looking wolf like just kind of looking staring them down in the forest and the, the stupidest shit mr mr fox is just like hey wolf hey man hey how's it going it's like canis what is what does he say like canis canis lupus and vulpus vulpus or whatever that's their yeah thing. he's like yeah. and then he's like he, he i don't think he speaks latin <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like we used to be we, you know, I used to be pretty scared of you, but I'm not. You seem like a pretty cool guy. And then, like, he, he like gives them a fist in the air. And then, like, this wolf, everyone else is anthropomorphic except for the wolf that's all on, like, on all fours. And he gives it like the the fist bump or whatever in the air. And then those wolf that's on all fours 
just puts one of its arms up too and it's like <laughs> so goofy. what was that yeah why was that wolf there what was this about i hate it i love it yeah i think it was just i'm not sure if it had a point i think maybe there was a message in there about like them being wild animals at heart i'm yeah, not I sure don't know. Uh, i think but... it was just i think it was just for the the gag it might have just been to resolve that ongoing gag because yeah throughout throughout the uh the movie there's like a point when kylie's like you mentioned something about wolf mr fox jumps he's like wolf where and yeah he's just like wait 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 wait, what are you talking about wolves that's yeah then the second time that's brought up it's like halfway through the movie kylie says just in passing just something about wolf and then mr fox just like why do you keep talking about wolves it's just like the the other event happened like weeks ago (laughs) yeah it's just this like small little thing that finally gets resolved later but with like the stupidest thing and it's there's just no conflict and the wolf is just down and he he like lopes off into the forest and he's like he's telling the kids he's like say good luck to mr wolf guys good luck whatever yeah the kids just whisper good luck good luck sir yeah (laughs) and they drive off and now they're celebrating yeah, because uh, they're, um, they're all living their new homes in the sewers, right? Mm-hmm. And I think at this point they decide to instead of raiding the farmers, they're now raiding a grocery store, which is also owned by Bogus Bunce and Bean. Yes, and they're just they're just living their best lives, and you find out that Felicity is pregnant again. And like at one point that after they say that, I forget which animal it is, but they're like, you are, you guys are both glowing. And it like cuts to them. Like they're like, their models just being like mm-hmm. with their mouths open. But there's like a, there's like an internal light source of, around them for some reason. Or yeah. them. And it, I like well, that goes. They, they did that. They did that the, in the beginning, beginning of the movie too. Yeah. yeah. But it was just her at that point. It was just her because he was not happy. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think that's, that's yeah. They and just, then they, they have dance. A, they, they have, have a, a dance party. Bit. Their final dance party of taking over a yeah, bogus Bunsen Bean location. Yeah, they, they take over this grocery store. Now it's like, now everyone's fine. Except, yeah, for I, the bean, except for the beans. Yeah, and I guess the grocery store employees will not notice everything that has been ravaged in the store overnight because like it shows them once again as animals yeah destroying a box and it's just like oh you want this to be a sustainable food source don't do that well that's I, <laughs> like they, they do like a like a toast or whatever and then like rather than like like everyone eating I, I, after that everyone eating like you know very reverently or like gracefully it's just like Good job. <laughs> and I, uh, I I never get tired of that joke. It's so funny to me. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, and, and yeah, then that takes you to the end of the movie. So uh, you know, let's let's talk about the animation since this is our first released podcast dealing with a stop motion film. Yeah. Uh, this is the first live action that we have done on record. On record, yes. And we don't it's we don't talk one. about the other ones. <laughs> yeah, the other one maybe maybe we'll revisit at some point, but it's not today. Yeah. Uh, it very good. The the animation, I'm always so impressed with it. I mean, so with uh, Wes Anderson's other stop motion film, Isle of Dogs. Have you seen that? Yes. Okay, great. Um, I mean, they're, they're both very good, but of the two, 
I, I think this one has more heart to it. I don't know. It, yeah. makes, me, it makes me laugh a lot. This more one's funnier. One. This, one, this one's yeah. definitely, it has its this very, very specific humor that I love so much. And I, I wish I'd, I'd actually watched it way sooner. Yeah, dude. I wish you had too. You should have bullied me more. You bullied me into watching <laughs> all those other movies. And you know what? I don't care what you say. I'm still never watching Ricky Tippy Tally. It's so good. It's only like 15 minutes of your life. Uh, that's more of my life that I want to keep for myself than to give to Rudyard Kipling. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but he this... was kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, but he's British. They all kind of were at that time. Um, <laughs> they were entire you know, country. <laughs> well, they had a they had a, true kinda, they had an empire. Like it's <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole thing. That yeah. Happened. Um no, stop stop motion. It this for for stop motion this looked really good because they didn't try to sometimes with stop motion I think they try too hard to make things look seamless. Yeah. And this they were like this is no, this is stop motion. We're not hiding that. Um it's cartoony, it's puppet puppety. Um everything felt like I I wanted to touch it. Mhm. Um it, it, the textures on it were just so good and like the yeah. um the the humans the humans in it like just like their their expressions i don't know just like all of it was so good i can't imagine the patience like i mean the patience the patience of regular yeah. animation but the patience of stop motion animation just like this move, it, to... move it the smallest amount picture yeah. small picture <laughs> yeah this had to take this had to have taken like hours and hours per per scene like yeah. i can't imagine because like you you say that it wasn't it wasn't like uh they didn't spend as much time as like other stop motion films focus a lot on making it seamless and trying really hard yeah but even without like putting that level of effort it's still pretty damn seamless for the most part and the parts yeah. that aren't it's almost intentional like they're trying to be goofy with it yeah and i and you have to admit it's not all stop motion there are other there are yeah. other animations that are in there because you can't make this kind of movie i don't think entirely out of stop motion because that would just be that would just be in a colossal undertaking that i don't think would be worth the time yeah and there is moving water in the production cost yeah there's, there's liquid so like there has to be some yeah they have like they animation. I think they're using like real sand and shit at one point. So like they, I doubt they were like we are gonna get every grain perfectly the first time. I don't yeah, know. and then they just have to keep constantly pouring it at kind of the same rate. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> or maybe, yeah. or maybe they did for some of those parts. I don't know, but I there is other. It 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 is known that there are other type you know styles of animation, specifically computer animation that's used in this movie too. But you can't really you you can only tell because it would be impossible otherwise. If, exactly, like, it doesn't you take you out of it. it. Yeah, it doesn't take you out of it. Absolutely. So though, like the, we did bring it up, but I do love the uh, the the part in the beginning and the end where where they do the glowing. Because yeah. I was I was thinking about why they would do that. Um, so like if they were to use that kind of light on the textures that they were. I'm thinking maybe it made them look really weird. So they had to bring in, because so like when they do the glow for the pregnancy scenes, um, it's like they go from not having this 
fur texture to being like a rounded plastic uh, action yeah. figure. Yeah. Well, um, it, it probably couldn't see through like the, the puppet or whatever. You probably couldn't see the light through it. Exactly. Like it, the, that's yeah. what I was thinking. I was, I was thinking the glow probably got caught in the fur. Yeah. <laughs> so like uh, just the, the things that they had to kind of work around, but it just, it just works for the kind of movie it is. Yeah. And also I think it's funnier when you, because, yeah. of, because it's like such a, such an obvious different model like that's what that's what the joke is like you're glowing and then it like shows this ridiculous scene of that (laughs) that person literally glowing yeah uh yeah i love this movie i love it a lot um uh the story we we can i mean we we just went through the entire thing for y'all but let's let's just um real quick it's very good it's a good story it's it's it doesn't make sense in our world, but it makes sense in their world, and that's all that really matters. I think it could technically make sense in our world too. I mean, it's just a, it's it's literally just a heist movie, um, but with little animals. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 your classic heist movie, little animals full of big big name actors. Huge. Um, George we, Clooney. We should talk about because we have had a few episodes where we're like, uh, you know today's actors today's actors maybe they they don't do voice acting quite as well like you know screen actors as opposed to voice actors um, yeah you know, maybe they don't do as well this movie these were think, this was a different class of actors i feel like <laughs> i think it's because other than willem dafoe i don't think any of the other actors that i could tell were putting or were like like using a different voice than just their own voice hmm. like miss like foxy fox is he's just yeah. george clooney he just sounds like george clooney the miss mrs fox just sounds like meryl streep uh the badger is just bill murray that's true except kind of willem dafoe because he's using his menacing willem dafoe voice which is a different which is a different willem dafoe yeah yeah he, he uh tapping into the green goblin well of willem dafoe yeah Oh, I disagree. The Green Goblin. You, no, this is no. If you, anyone who hasn't watched this movie, this is not Green Goblin. <laughs> but but the, that that would have been so much funnier, actually. It would have been <laughs> yeah, to hear the Green Goblin call call a fox, call this fox's wife. So a slut. Like a slut. Yeah. <laughs> Your wife really got around, Spider Man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe not that. One. <laughs> but yeah. No. Um, everyone else is basically just using their real voice um owen wilson i think he's he's in it he's the coach um i think wes anderson has a he has a cameo i saw in the credits as um the real estate guy who sells oh. the original house yeah the, the weasel guy um other people that are in there that i noticed later after i looked through it uh adrian brody who's the mouse who after i rewatched it i was like yeah that is adrian brody's voice <laughs> um mario batelli um he's the he does the voice of rabbit yeah i'm lo- I'm looking up these people so i can know their faces yeah you know mario batelli the the chef he, he's also like a restaurateur oh yeah, yeah yeah i know him yeah and oh and uh oh yeah of, cla- uh, of course jason uh schwartzman played ash yeah he's in, he's in like every wes anderson film um who else is in this i don't know who i don't know who this guy wallace 
Waldorowski. I, I, I feel like I should know who that is. I'm seeing a character on here that was played by uh, Allison Abbott. Um, Rabbit's ex-girlfriend. I don't remember that I, character. I don't, I'm not sure if that's a real character. But <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember that character. It might have been just a rabbit. Role. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, there was other people with Rabbit. Yeah. Because it was like Rabbit's family, I guess. But I guess they were divorced. Well, they weren't even married as an ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. We're an ex-girlfriend, not ex-wife. Yeah. Um, and there's a bunch of, I think, directors that also lend their voices to like very bit roles. But it's it there's a lot of there's a lot of people in this movie. It's like a very it's a very like who's who of the director and like the art world of people that were involved in this very silly movie. And I wonder like how this was pitched to them. Yeah, you have to you have to imagine what it would have been like to uh be a fly on the wall for that one. It's like so George Clean, you're gonna be a fox and I, I i don't think they needed to convince him much actually maybe not george clean but there were some people willem dafoe as a villainous rat okay maybe not once, that either actually once again no i think that <laughs> no, no no bill murray i'm surprised by because bill murray just doesn't want to work bill murray just I, he he hates doing things except wes he's, anderson he, he's all it seems like yeah. he's always on board for any wes anderson project um meryl streep mm, that one she, yeah she sometimes comes off as kind of up her own ass a little bit too much um so that one kind of surprised me but everyone else when i was looking through it um i mean i don't i don't know enough about adrian brody to know if this is that if this was something that they would have to pitch to him and i mean the like, thing is oh he's another wes anderson guy that just yeah. like, signs on for most of his films so he's probably just like Oh, Wes is doing it. It'll probably be fine. Yeah, but George <laughs> George Clooney, I believe, from the jump, they they were like, "Hey, you want to play Foxy Fox and Fantastic Mr. Fox?" And he's like, "Let's do it." Always like, "You want to read the script?" Nah, no. <laughs> do you guys remember when I was Batman and I had a Bat credit card? I'll do anything, and I'll he was, kill. He it. was the nipples one, right? There was two nipples. So there was technically two nipples one, but he is the nipples one that you're yeah. thinking of. He is the um, nipples that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> he literally has a Batman credit card. And it's just like, well, how did that get how did that get past? How did that get past the writing stage? Who was looking at that <laughs> script and was like, you know what? This very serious Batman movie, he needs a bat credit card. For his bat expenses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, he he'll do. I think he's just like whatever. If I'm gonna get, if I'm gonna have fun doing it, I'll do it. Whatever, I don't care. I'm yeah. George Clooney. He can I'm do whatever. The hell I'm he sexy. Wants. He's, yeah, he's sexiest man alive. Many years. Well, now it's. Uh, oh yeah, he's not anymore. No. Kylo Ren, I think, wasn't it? I don't know. No, there was, there was some like country music star that wanted, it, and people were like, "Who? Was How? It, was it Blake Shelton? It might have been Blake Shelton." Ugh. Uh, Anyway. Actually, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look it up because I, I remember seeing that and I was like, "How did that?" Yeah, it was Blake Shelton. Like, how did? How did? How? Who? How? Nothing. Nothing against Blake Shelton. I don't know the man, but like, other people exist that aren't Blake Shelton that deserve this. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, Idris Elba did win, so that's good. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, how is how is John Stamos just not winning every year? That's true. How's Willem Dafoe just not winning every year, Kyle? I think we I think we both know the answer to that one. <laughs> I don't think we do. I think he deserves to win every year. Uh, please notice me, Willem Senpai. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he could be world's most interesting looking man, but he would have I stiff. Don't. He'd have stiff competition with Steve Buscemi. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Fun he's, fact about Steve Buscemi: he's got his. He's got a very specific look, and even though he has money, he has adamantly like refused to get his teeth fixed because he's like, "That's part of my look. Me having these weird teeth." That's part of it. I will not get it fixed. It's not because he can't. He doesn't want to. Yeah, absolutely. It's part of it. And I'm like, you know, I respect that. Yeah, he really it, embraced his look. It makes him look like, uh, you know, he, he's he's a real person. <laughs> yeah. Steve Buscemo. Um, Buscemo, dude. Yeah. He's a, he's a volunteer firefighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. Uh, for New York, right? Yeah. Steve Buscemi, a lot of bad hot takes. You know, I don't always agree with his politics but homeboy strapped on that gear and helped out his old precinct uh during 9 11 so you know what yeah that's respect bro yeah i'll respect him for that i won't talk about his political opinions but i yeah do respect him for doing that like uh, i i always try to say this unless the person's like a monster i usually try to separate the the art from the artist unless you know there are obviously some cases r kelly Oh yeah. Well, wait until you wait until you read the biography of Roald Dahl. Oh no, really? No, I don't. <laughs> I just Probably saw. I just saw literally that. one line on on Wikipedia that said, "Though he and his work have been criticized for anti-Semitism, racism, and misogyny, it yeah. and then it's just like he still won an award or whatever." And I, I didn't look it up. I was like, I, I don't. I've never read any of his books. There's an entire, he has an entire section on Wikipedia about criticism, but you guys can look it up. You couldn't be bothered to read it. I feel like we spend too much time talking about how everyone is anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, another person hates Uh, Jews. Another one thinks that they run the world. Yeah. When everyone knows that it's girls that run the world. Yeah. And like that, like that Beyonce song. She wouldn't have written it if it wasn't true. Yeah, facts. facts. Queen B, don't lie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, great movie. Definitely deserves a watch. Um, it has a lot of very dry, very um, tongue-in-cheek, almost um, like wink-wink humor. Because there's a lot of scenes where characters are like looking directly into the camera and saying stuff, and then like characters in the background are like, "Who are you talking to, man?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? And it's 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 both played very seriously, but nothing's taken seriously at all. And it's just it's hilarious. And if if that's the kind of humor you're looking for, this is exactly what you need to see. Um, yeah, and and since they censor, they self censor. It's great for all ages. I think kids would love this movie just because it's silly. And I think adults would like this movie just because it's funny. I absolutely agree. Great for all ages. Mm-hmm. Everyone can get something out of it. Uh, it's 
it's just so much fun and the the animation is 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 also equally as fun as as the uh, story and the humor yes yeah. uh, there's so many like since it is a heisty movie there are so many of these rube goldberg is not the right expression but it's just like these all everything's moving in tandem like uh everything's moving at once in order for this heist to happen you know yeah it, yeah it just it's it's all uh, in synchronicity and it's it's amazing there's yeah there's a, a lot of heist movies do that like that split into multiple split screen thing where it's like they're explaining the plan and as they're explaining like it's sh- like a, a screen shoots off and it's like they're showing that part of the plan happening in real time mm-hmm. but like also other parts like it, it has those moments but not explicitly so but it has definitely that feel to it yeah yeah i'd say the, the part where it feels like that most is when they're doing the second robbery yeah because because it, it's literally just like the entire thing is just shot from the point of view of like where the security officer would be sitting and you yeah. just see all the monitors and you see fox jump like going from one monitor to another monitor to another monitor yeah <laughs> at one point i love when they just like slowly come into frame <laughs> yeah. of the camera stare directly into it don't do anything about it and then just slowly dip back, back down, down. <laughs> yeah yeah Oh man. Yeah, this movie is great. If you have not seen it, absolutely worth a watch. If you have seen any Wes Anderson movie, especially his other stop motion Isle of Dogs, you'll you'll really enjoy it. Um, if you enjoyed those, because it's just every Wes Anderson movie, you can watch five minutes of NBR. Like, okay, this is a Wes Anderson film that I'm yeah. about to watch. There's um, no way that the original book was as funny as this, right? No way. I, I can't imagine it. Because okay. I, I don't think Roald Dahl was super a super funny writer. <laughs> was, I have never actually read his, I've, I've I love a lot of his a lot of the movies that are based on his stuff, like uh, James and the Giant Peach. I love that movie. Freaks the hell out of me because of those giant bugs, but I love that movie. Um I but, um I the, I think the only one I did read was the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't man, I've never read any of those books. Um and you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to. You don't need to. It's really There's, don't need to. <laughs> no, I'm I mean, I'm sure they're I mean, I'm sure they're good books. Just watch just watch the old uh Willy Wonka, which is very good. Um because so if if we're being honest, the one with Johnny Depp, the terrible one is more um, in line it, with the it, story yes. i think yeah right? yeah it's more in line with what happened in the book so the the old one's much better <laughs> uh the old one yeah the old one is better i i've watched both the new one just seems willy wonka seems just i i wouldn't want to be around him no and i'd hang i'd hang out with is it dean wilder is that his name What's the actor's name that plays Willy Wonka in the first Charlie and the Child? Oh, Gene. Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, yeah. His Willy Wonka? I didn't have dude. Yeah, he just, seems like, he just seems like a normal, a normal ass businessman who's just kind of weird, a little bit weird, as opposed to Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka, who is a sociopath, and I would not want to put children near him. Yeah, uh, it almost seems like he I, I don't know. I think he's he listed who he was like who his uh, references were like for when he was becoming that character. Mm-hmm. But it seems like his main reference was Michael Jackson. Because that's the vibe that he gives off in that fucking movie. 
he does he does give off late era michael jackson vibes just which, like that very light voice just like just like oh the children <laughs> I, I i know exactly what you're doing but it's so funny that any real at this point any michael jackson like impression is just doing mr jackson from south park it, yeah you're right it does it's <laughs> ignorant, this is, this is ignorant. You're, being, you're being ignorant <laughs> oh yeah uh, it's creep creepy creepy movie don't watch it creepy movie don't watch that watch instead the fantastic no fantastic mr fox great fucking movie um, amazing yeah so uh if if you got nothing else teased then this has been another episode of that cartoon podcast we will catch you on the next one Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what we have going on, please subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at That Cartoon Podcast. Here, you'll be able to get all updates and episode insights. If you have any film suggestions, let us know on any of these platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.